Hello, welcome back to the Mildly Forge Boomers Show podcast, thingy-ma-bob, whatever. Uh, uh, obviously, it's me, Nero, aka Orange Forge. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Hassan, aka Mildly Kriev. Hassan with the best hot takes in the world, fucking fight me. Hell yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, uh, Cringe Jobless Lord is not here, because he's a degenerate, so, you know. What do you expect from James? Because he's never here. So, you know, we're, obviously we got two uh, guests to fill in for James because he's a cunt. Let's be real. Uh, we got Jake and Jake. So uh, we still need to figure out who's the superior Jake, actually. Yeah, I'm talking battle to the death, uh, samurai yeah. swords, fucking, you know, m'lady hats, yeah. right? Seppuku, if, if you eight. lose, yeah. yeah. Give, me, give me a time and date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we've got Jake Driscoll, aka Drizzlepool, oh, and then we got Jake Hodgkiss, aka yes. Vulcan. Yeah. So Hello. that's definitely not confusing, by the way. But we'll just use second names again, I guess. Lol. So I mean, before we get into the this episode, the history of video games, uh, let's figure out uh, what the fuck is the government up to. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. What are the government up to? Tory leadership race. Uh, oh, yeah, they yeah. They a little trolling and is currently in the lead with, I think, about 60% of the votes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. not racially motivated or anything. Yeah. At least a little, anyway. Um, from what I've seen, they both suck just as bad. It's just one of them is a white woman, you see, and uh, inclusivity, except mm. not if you're mm. brown. Yeah, yeah, because Rishi Sunak is not white, he's a brown man. So, you know, kind of scary, yeah, actually. I've got to appeal to your voter base a little, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, speak about Rishi Sunak, uh, Michael Gove has uh, come out and back, uh, give his uh, support to him, so... Uh, Were they ever in the I think that tells you all you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the 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 crack addict that was a uh, education secretary, yeah. While he was also in high school, he also did drugs. Yeah, love that. Uh, that to be fair, to be fair, you're acting like every single Tory hasn't doesn't do crack on a daily basis minimum, bro. That is like the rich white person drug, bro. I bet they have that as an initiation, right? Well, how do you join the Tory party? Qualifications, being you know city councillor beforehand or anything? Nah. You, you just oh, have to survive the copious amount of crack they're shoving up your ass for the next two hours. Well, yeah, like, what one of the prerequisite requirements of being a Tory is either you do crack, uh, you, you, you you somehow are a sex offender, or I know your parents are just really loaded. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, you went to an Ivy League school, failed all of your subjects, but you went to an Ivy League school, so it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> great. I swear they find trace amount of cocaine in the toilet. The, uh... Of Commons. Oh, wouldn't oh, surprise me. I mean, you I've either mistaken. Yeah, what a beautiful country you live in, honestly. It's great. What a time to be alive, really. I mean, uh, yeah, baby. Can't, can't wait for the uh, the poor people to die in uh, in winter, because let's be real. What What is the government actually doing about cost of living? Oh, right, nothing. Yeah, so... uh are yeah. talking about it a lot, but they're going to actually do anything. Find out no. next time in this episode of Mass Starvation. Hell yeah. Got to purge the population somehow. Anyway. Uh, I'm not sure... Yeah. <laughs> Operation 2021. Freeze the boomers. <laughs> <sighs> Winter of Discontent 2, Electric Boogaloo, Tory Edition, yeah. 
Honestly. Oh. Anyway, getting to our episode. Uh, history of video games, man. Like, uh, I basically told you, pick a video game, what you've played in the past, what you're playing currently, and what you're excited for in the future. Uh, say, I'll open the floor. I've come a long way from Pong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember Pong? You know, two paddles at the ball, you just throw on the other side. You know, you After not days, it, yeah. Man, we've come a long way since Pong, bro. Speaking of Pong, though, it, like, even though it was such a simple game, it could keep you entertained for hours, I'll give it you. Mm. It could keep you entertained for hours on end. It's like the dinosaur run game you have when you don't have any internet on, like, Chrome or Opera or something, oh, right? But, oh, yeah. Seriously, right? If for some reason you don't have your games downloaded in current year, like, you just load that up, man. You sit there for, like, six hours at a time pressing space, bro, bro. Shit's mm. based. Hey, don't forget about the docking as well. That's an important oh, mechanical yeah, game. Yeah. My bad, bro. My bad. <laughs> oh, so who, who wants to start with uh, what they've been playing in the past? Um, well, linking it back to last episode, Star Wars: The Old Republic is it's a funny game. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, like okay. a, that's one of the first games I actually played. Like re- back when it came out, really, like what two thousand? Like it came out in like two thousand and ten, I think. Yep, twenty ten. Around that time, and I started playing it like 2012, 2013. Ah, oh, good times, man. Like, good times. Like, it's probably what sparked my interest in MMOs in general. Like, mm. I like the idea of that, you know, big open world. You can group up with your friends, you can go around do quests and stuff. Mm. Um, I think the only thing, the thing that's really put me off MMOs more recently, there was just like, how the hell people manage to, uh, just. So you've all joined a joined a guild in a game before, right? Or at least a multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've uh, ever noticed how after about I don't know if it's a new guild after about a week, two weeks, you just get that weird power struggle between two people who have nothing to do with each other, and the guild just dissolves. Mm, I just yeah. got really tired of dealing with those because, like, I don't know if I'm cursed or if you know anyone else constantly experiences this in MMOs, mm. but it just happens in every yeah. guild fucking join yeah <laughs> honestly yeah i mean i guess it's true to life in that sense you know power struggle with that but come on guys it's a fucking video game knowing the discord kitten is not gonna suck your dick if you flex about being guild master <laughs> in a virtual guild man come on yeah hassan this but this is like peak human condition there's always got to be some form of backstabbing that's eventually gonna happen you know it's just you know um what's that amazing writer who wrote leviathan was it yeah while you was right, we need to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're I'm making joking. Survival. Yeah. This is a joke. Yeah, I do yeah. not actually support you, Jenny. Mm, <laughs> Just making yeah, yeah. that clear. clear. Sure, 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 Hassan. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I did play a Sif in the uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, game. right, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? like? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but there's just something about the Sith Inquisitor in Star Wars The Old Republic that just really tickles my fancy. Mm. Every time I see that electrocute the other person option, it's just I have to restrain myself from hitting it immediately. <laughs> No, you have to. You can't even let them finish the sentence. You have to just click it as soon as you see yeah, it. Yeah, like, I see the cutscene. It's I, I see the um whatever angry thing my character says, and then shock in brackets. I'm just like, God, I hit it immediately. Bit on a <laughs> mini tangent as well. Is it just me that think the Jedi are a bunch of hypocrites? You know. Um, 
So, the thing that really annoys me about modern day Star Wars, on Mm. a bit of a tangent, that Star Wars The Old Republic took the complete opposite rule of is the rule of two, right? Mm. You know, it can only be two, you know, bullshit, basically. Yeah. There's just something at the way the Sith Council is structured that is just brilliant to me. Because, A, so the way the Sith Council works is they have one leader for each segment, I guess, of the Sith. So you have like an animal of the fleets, uh, Sith secrets, alchemy, yeah, yeah. etc. Et right? They're all Jedi. run by different Darth, Darths, right? Uh, yeah. And then they have each have their own like power base they've built up over the years, right? Mm. But there's never like a moment of peace, really, for them, mm. because you know any Sith who somehow becomes powerful enough by discovering some artifact or is just born with a high midichlorian count. Mm, sure. Uh, could rise up to the top and you know kill them, take their seat, right? Of course, they have there's some like Sith tradition bullshit sometimes, but most mm. of the time they don't care. But like within any part of the Sith code, there is nothing that says you have to be evil. Dark side yeah, corruption yeah. is a thing. The more you use the dark side, it sort of corrupts you slowly. But like, mm. if you have enough of a strong role, you can resist that. Like, there's several characters in Star Wars: The Republic that they're not nice people, mm. but they're not just Haha, <laughs> murder, kill everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like neutral or lawful evil at worst. Like, mm. they're incredibly loyal to the Empire and they hate the Sith power struggle. But on the flip side, you got those who revel in the power struggle and like to lord it over people. And like, yeah. the fact that they managed to put such pressure on the Republic, an organized group of like a democratic people, right? Mm. Sure, there's more political infighting, but their main force is more unified. The yeah, fact yeah. that they the Sith, who are the most disorganized for the most part, can put that much pressure on the Jedi is brilliant to me. Mm. Because just... the Sith will never reach their full potential, that's why they'll never yeah. actually win. I was just for trying all... to point out, for, like, yeah. the Jedi Code was a bit hypocritical in of, of itself, if you know what I mean. It's bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's nothing in the Sith Code that says, go commit evil and kill people. Mm. Whereas in the Jedi Code, there are several phrases that'll be like, you know, uh, you know, remove yourself from the worlds. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. You know, yeah, don't yeah. show any emotion. The Jedi that really good... do that in the Clone Wars, get involved in politics when they're not meant to, technically. Uh, like, they don't give yeah. a shit about... The... Most Jedi don't care. <laughs> all the Jedi, like, you're not meant to, like, be in a romantic relationship, but then you got all the Jedi just going around fucking people and having kids. Mm. It's just oh, like... Right. This is the thing about this. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. The Jedi does only say you're not allowed emotional attachment. So mm. you can go around, you know, sleeping with many women or guys or whoever you want. You can do that as long as they didn't get attached to one. Don't you think that's infinitely <laughs> more fucked than the Sith that all it says is use the Force to empower yourself? Oh, yeah. Freedom, break your chains, right? Yeah, there is no emotion, yeah. there is peace, there is no ignorance, there is knowledge. Like, hello? That's a bit, mm. you know. I'd it's say, I'd say even anything, worse, but... right? Without the influence of the dark side, if the you know the Sith code was merely a philosophy, mm. I don't think they would be bad people, to be honest. Mm. But yeah. uh, what makes the Sith bad is that dark side corruption, right? You can yeah. get it's like it's almost like a drug. You get high on using the dark side, right? Yeah. So, quick tangent owner, we all agree the Jedi are a bunch of hypocritical idiots. So, Jedi yeah. bad. Uh, MMOs really based, like. Yeah. Uh, getting back on top, I, I, love, I love doing raid bosses on MMOs. It's probably like my most mm. favorite thing. 
Like, you know when a brand new raid boss is released and you're sat there with your group just brainstorming, how the fuck do we kill him? Oh, we, he just insta-killed us, how the fuck did he do that? Mm. There's just something really awesome about that, right? And if it's a hard one, sure, it'll take you a couple of days, but honestly, right, uh, if you've got a group of people who are willing to stay up with you, fuck it, mm. we'll spend four days figuring this out, we don't give a shit, we're going to be mm. the first to do this. I think like, that's become a massive thing now, hasn't it? Uh, like, as soon as a raid comes out in, like, Destiny and all them, there's always a race to see who can do it first. Yeah. And that's always existed with it, right? It's not like it's anything new. It's just as we've had more and more people interested in playing MMOs, the number of people that does that gone up, the competitions become, you know, more and more competitive. Mm. Like, a lot of people, it's gone to the point where people will just not tell other people about the things they've discovered until, like, a week after when, you know, yeah. it's at the record, right? Yeah. Um, like, I remember back when the Ideal Masters raid in Star Wars uh, Operation, sorry, I should say, was released. Mm. Holy shit! Like, we, like... We had, there was like what three, four raid groups that were doing it, like alongside us on our server mm. at least. And we all we all like all chatting to each other and going, "All right, all right so we figured out this, this, and that, right?" Uh, so mm. what about you guys? Have you figured out anything cool? And there's been a lot less of that recently with like new MMOs. I've noticed, right? Mm. Mm. Sure, you have a yeah. comprehensive guide after a week after, but like there's, it's a lot less friendly competition. More lol, loser, you suck. We did it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the whole attitude with gaming nowadays as well. It's all so competitive. Like, yeah, you have to no... be the first to do something. Yeah, exactly. You have to be best at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's no just playing games for fun no more. Like, if you're playing a game, you have to be the best. You know. But I think this is the whole point of a game. Like, I remind this to people all the time when we're playing League of Legends, right? They get really pissed off. I'm like, look, guys, we can surrender if you aren't, you aren't having fun. Or, like, just leave the game if you're not having fun. Don't queue up for mm. another one. Mm. point of a game is to have fun. To have fun. If you're not having fun, <laughs> stop playing. Play something else. Mm. Now, people yeah. who play games for the, competitive, for the competitive nature, sure. But the majority of people... Like I'd say that's limited to like people who are either high rank in a game or pro players, right? Yeah. Mm. If you're hard stuck silver and you've been hard stuck silver for like six years, maybe stop playing competitively. You know, mm. yeah. you're not getting any oh. better, and like you, you're just annoying yourself, really, right? If a game isn't fun, stop playing it. If you are playing to have fun, like. Hell, I know people who will work at nine to five, come home, and then get pissed off at rank league of legends. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Sally, yeah. <laughs> play play Animal Crossing, bro. You just came back from my 9 to 5 shift. Well, see, this is... Because the games I used to play when I was younger were a lot of, like, story-based. Mm. You know, I played a lot of the Lego games. I played, you know, yeah. uh, like, like, Battlefield for the... Uh, but I didn't do online. I played the story constantly. Yeah, the story, yeah, got you. And so I was just left for the story, you know, letting it just... You can mess about in a story mode as well. Mm. So uh, for me, I like you went the MMO. I went for the single player experience. I wanted a story. I wanted to sit down, spend hours getting invested into the world. Mm. And I've uh, started. I I I think I've shifted towards that as I've gotten older, though, because Nira can attest to this, right? Oh, I yeah. play so many single player oh. games. It's ridiculous. Like, yeah, you you recommended me watch Dogs underscore two. So like you know. Oh, that oh, game is brilliant! A beautiful, it's a masterpiece. Like, developed an appreciation yeah. for a, like well-written story, and like it's as I've come into writing as well. Because I used to be horrible at writing, right? Mm. And then I don't know what it was, but I, I think like it was at year six or year seven in school. I I, I just I started reading a lot because I didn't have much to do, and then mm. like you know 
gave my hand a writing a few things and you know like, oh this is yeah. good i'm just like is it <laughs> yeah like, like if you think gta 5 is a good satire of america you should really uh try watch Do- watch dogs 2 because it's like watch honestly, dogs 2 like Job. I mean, Duke yeah. Nukem is fucking hilarious as yeah. a joke. Oh, I love Duke. Duke Nukem 3D. What a game. Serious yeah. Sam does a good job a job of it as well. And like, mm-hmm. as Fran pointed out to me, that game was made in Ukraine. That's a Ukrainian game, I think. Yeah. Well, to that, I was just looking at some of the. One sec. Uh, I was just uh, oh, was, saying, no, no, I'm no, looking at Ukraine. a few. It's Croatian, sorry, my bad. Yeah. But like, it stands, right? It was, it was a good game. Yeah, but I was just looking at some single player games that were uh, coming out when I was younger. So you got the likes of Mass Effect, mm. Halo Reach, mm. uh, obviously the original Assassin's Reach. Creed, Brotherhood, and all oh, them. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously all the code backfields and that. We've got Fallout New Vegas, mm. uh, God of War. single player games have gotten worse, though. Yeah. It's mainly, I think, our standards have gone up. Mm. I think as well, a lot of... Single player games, like, I don't know, if you play Mass Effect 1 and you compare that to Mass Effect 2, there's a world of difference, right? Mm. Sure, Dragon Age Origins is was great, and I love the story, but if you compare that to Inquisition, right? I'm gonna mm. get crucified for this, but Inquisition was just a better game, story-wise. Flat. Mm. Just because it took, like... I think... A lot of game studios have been trying to be a lot more creative with their storytelling, and sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it's it does. I think as well, we've seen a few less single-player games. A lot of companies now going for the more online aspect, you know, because that's where I say a lot of monetization can come into because it. Because you can milk it, yeah, for money. You can but make yeah. it a cash cow. The thing yeah. is, the funny thing is, I don't think they realize, right? The studios that have put out good single-player games actually make more money than all mm. these microtransaction focused games. Cyberpunk yeah. flopped. You know they still made more money. I think they still made the most money on a single fucking pre-order set than any other game. Mm. And that's a single player game. No yeah. microtransactions expected. They made more than any of the microtransaction games that year, even with how bad Cyberpunk did. If Cyberpunk was everything it was supposed to be, holy fucking shit, right? Mm. Uh, the sales for the new God of War, God of War 4, Blew everything else out of the water. There was a reason that's game of the year. It mm. was that good. And it's kiss, you're awfully quiet, quiet, and I'm very concerned. <laughs> I, like... I was going to say with the, uh, the one of the latest Star Wars games, I feel like that's kind of kickstarted EA's interest in single player. Fallen Order, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fallen yeah. Order was sick. Because I love after Fallen Order. That, they want to make so many new just single player experience games mm. because that's what people want to play. Exactly. People have just yeah. gotten sick but, and tired of these multiplayer microtransaction ridden piles of crap, yeah. honestly. Yeah. It, at the, at the, any online game, it just feels like every online game is a free game that you pay mm. for. In some like, way, shape, yeah. or form, yeah. yeah. I, so, so, they've been slowing down on this trend, right? But yeah. I don't know if you remember, I think it was Halo 5. The pay to progress mentality makes oh, me want God. to find whatever yeah. executive yeah. decided on that and break their fucking teeth. Because mm. holy fucking shit, that game, you could grind literally hours for a weapon that you need to be rank 50, prestige 5 to get or something, mm. right? Yeah. If you put 30, 35, 40 quid into the game, you could just buy it. <sighs> it's honestly like, oh God. I'm fine yeah. with microtransactions being skins. Oh, yeah, same. Like, sake, yeah. Either release new content as a DLC if you're intent on having people pay money, more yeah. money, right? Mm. Or 
But don't do this shit where you can pay money to progress faster. Because yeah. if a grind, if it's a game's either pay to win or the grind for an free, like, a, a good free weapon, grind, yeah, or like, like a yeah, unreasonable, yeah, it just kills the motivation for people to play. Mm. Well, yeah, and it, you lose that sense of achievement, like because I remember, like when because I I don't do the whole pay to progress. I've never done it in my life. Yeah, like, I do do not stand by it. Uh, I, remember, I can't remember what game it was, but I remember I was aiming to get this weapon, and as soon as I got it, even though it was rubbish, just that sense of achievement I yeah, got, just because yeah. I earned it. You didn't pay I, up I front for it. Yeah. I will admit, I have caved on a few attempts when I've just been like just slightly off. I'm like, oh, fucking fine, it's what, two quid, right? Mm. Mm. But that in itself is not a good thing. Like, I'm not proud of the fact that I caved, and I, like, I bought mm. Skyrim Anniversary Edition, right? I'm not happy I bought it. But yeah. I bought it anyway, sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's just that attitude towards it, the attitude that I have towards it, it's like, dude, am I going to get this amount of money's worth of enjoyment out of it? Yeah, probably. Should I mm. buy it? No? Am I going to buy it? Yes. It's a very bad mentality to have, yeah. and it's why you can keep getting away with this kind of thing. Because mm. the people who are really invested into a game will just go, it's not that expensive, is it? Ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think a good like example a of this is... a casual player, uh, it just kills all interest for a casual player, right? Yeah. I think a good example of this, it's not paid to regress per se, but GTA with their online... No, 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 I'm going to fully disagree with you. GTA Online is 100% paid to progress. That thing, that game, is designed to make you buy shark cards. Oh, yeah, no. I'm saying, like, it's not paid to progress like, oh, you gain enough levels so you can, you know, unlock stuff. You, with the money you get, you can pretty much get anything you want. But the issue is with GTA Online is that a lot of the newer content is locked behind these ridiculously expensive apartments you have to buy. You either do mm. a ridiculous grind of doing the setup for 16 heists and then mm. do the heists, which is what, near enough 200 missions, right? Mm. That's unreasonable. Or you buy one shark card and you get everything. That is the yeah, definition of to progress. Yeah. I think that's the one time I've ever bought like a pay to progress sort of thing because. I remember it's when the motorcycle club came out, and I, me and my mate, because you needed an MC to do a certain set of heists or whatever. Yep. And me and my mate really wanted to do it, so I was like, "All right, I'll pay thirteen quid just to get enough money." Oh god. And then, yeah. and honestly, the it only got me a million in game, which is yeah. nothing. Yeah. I, paid, I bought the business, and we did. Yeah. And to fair, it brought us fun, but like temporarily, worth, yeah. Was Temporary was dopamine hit. Yeah. Worth for fun. Probably not, right? Mm. No, like, I, I okay. probably would have much enjoyed it because me and my mates would have got so many more game hours out of that game if we'd worked up to, to get grind that. for it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, look at it this way, right? Um, let's uh, let me go on CD keys, right? Uh, games yeah, for thirty. Yeah. Obviously, mm. this wouldn't be the same at the time, but I'm just looking at what you can get for thirty quid currently, right? Just mm. as an example. You can buy GTA on the PC for seven ninety nine right Devil now. Devil May Cry Five with all of the DLC for six pound eighty nine. If mm. you spent that money on that game, right, if instead of spending that thirteen pound, that would get you infinitely more amount of enjoyment. Well, mm. to first, I was looking at this before because uh, I've recently moved to PC, and I was looking to get GTA so I can start doing all the GTA RPG servers and all that. The Enterprise Pack, which means you get every business, you get a million off the bat, and a few cars and all that, it's seven ninety nine. <laughs> it's cheaper to get that than it was at the time for me to get that one business. And, like, it just shows you how predatory microtransactions yeah. 
it's all based on this uh I must get it mentality of... immediately. Like, yeah, the the, the fear of missing out yeah. is what I'm trying to point to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like you want to get it now, you want to be like the first yeah, people. Exactly. Like, it goes back to the competition. You want to do it, or you want yeah. to be the first people to do it. Which links um, to our whole um, competitive yeah. aspect that we were talking about previously. Like, yeah. You know what's hilarious? Mm. What? Ted Cruz. <laughs> he's a, he's a legit gamer, right? actually plays like modern video games and he brought this up on his podcast yes he does a podcast it's fucking brilliant he brought it up how he really hates microtransactions and like he's fallen prey to it before he'd just be yeah. like oh, i really get this so i'll just buy it mm. and like looking into legislation to like you know potentially make mm. them less predatory because it is a problem it's yeah. not mm. you know, one of the main problems of the modern world or whatever like you know but it is a problem yeah right it's that temporary like, do- dopamine kids. hit you get from doing microtransactions as well. Like, yeah. It's so but, easy to get kids addicted to that feeling. Yeah. So, so easy. We've only discussed the online aspect of it so far. Mm. But we see it more and more now creeping into single-player games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla had it. Oh, uh, Assassin's oh, Creed yeah. Odyssey or Renlock. Gonna be honest, mm. right? The Odyssey and Valhalla microtransactions, mm. you could ignore them, yes... The problem with them is it punishes you for not paying money. Alright, I, I agree with Odyssey. Like, don't with Valhalla. Like, Valhalla you can play generally without using any... It doesn't really push you towards them. My issue with Valhalla, it was just a boring game. Honestly. The issue with it is it's the exact same as Odyssey. They didn't mm. update. They're falling... Mm. Assassin's Creed does this. They fall into that habit of they make one really good game. Yeah. Remember Brotherhood? Brotherhood yeah, was Brotherhood. fucking sick. And Peak, then they made four right. games that were the exact same before Black Flag. Mm. Before Black Flag, un... they made four games that were the exact same. This is my unpopular opinion. I don't think I don't think uh, Brotherhood's as good as everyone says. I no no no, it's overrated for sure. But like, it is a good game. Mm. Yeah, it's a good game. But it's everyone says it's the pinnacle of worship. Yeah. Right, it's not at that level. I'm fully with you there. No no. Well, I know a lot of people claim it to be the best Assassin's Creed. I don't it's agree. Not... No, no. Me, my, my favorite was Rogue. My favorite was Rogue. Oh, I, I love me. Rogue. Honestly, it's such a good twist on the whole Templar yeah. like assassin dynamic. Yeah. It's my so favorite. That's the one I haven't played yet. Uh, it's worth um, playing, so honestly. It's, it's the black yeah. flag style of game. Yeah. But you're a Templar. Yeah. And you're in North America. Hate them if you like yeah. Assassin's Creed Free. Like I, all I, your I know characters. the story of it all. I know what happens. Yeah. But I've just yeah. never, you know, oh, played Rogue's it. Rogue's probably favorite. my favorite. Yeah, black. I understand why Black Flag has such good systems. The stories as well. Yeah. It's such a good reinvention of the series. Yeah, yeah. you weren't original. You didn't start as an assassin. To fit, you weren't an assassin that whole game. Ezio wasn't an assassin either. To be fair, mm. like the only yeah, but you got initiated say, towards the uh, end. The only person who started as an assassin from the list was Altair. Altair honestly, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else was an assassin off the bat unless I'm crazy. I don't mind that though, because it's nice to see them getting brought the, in. But... The London twins, I guess. The London they twins, were. yeah. Yeah, the London yeah. twins, yeah. I, 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 I can't lie, I did like it. That was, that was a nice hard. game, but they fell, again, they fell into the same problem. They just copied a system they already used. It yeah, was, yeah. It's the same formula, but just. It was like, the same formula scared, as Unity, yeah. but it was much better executed than Assassin's yeah. Creed Unity, because that game was a mess. I mean, come on. Yeah. They show you the cool ass Sword of Eden in that game, you don't get to use it at any point. You get it. At in the, the outro, yeah. and you don't get to hit anyone with it. You just have it. Yeah, and like, I can't lie you though. Run into the files, giving them the weapon, and it does shoot lightning. It just feels like cut content. 
<laughs> Unity at, when it was released was awful. Don't, don't get me wrong, but now uh, Unity's still a actually, piece of shit geez, now. Fuck I don't them. mind it, you know. Because it's got a generally really good parkour system. I quite like the combat in it. The setting's stunning. You know, the apps, the world's amazing. I think. Mm, I generally put it up France, one of my yeah. favorites. Mm. I'd I generally put it up one of my favorite Assassin's Creed. You know, they had a chance to make something good. The issue is the graphics for the time are horribly outdated, and I mean, really, really bad mm. if you compare it to the games that came out that year, mm. like yeah. Rogue. <laughs> yeah. Um, its story is really boring. Do you, yeah, like, I'll ask you this: Do you remember what happens in the story? What like? I, I can uh, tell you pretty much start? most of it that goes on. Yeah, but this because I did love the game, so mm. yeah, 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 I obviously like, learn it. As a general question, I'm asking: Does anyone like remember what happens in that game? I fucking don't. I remember they want the cool lightning sword for some reason. That's, that's about it. That's all I fucking remember. <laughs> like you start the game as a templar or something, and then you, it's just. Another like French Revolution assassin game. I think you see like, um, yeah, you, can, no. Rogue, you see the guy from Rogue kill like some important person and leave. Yeah, <laughs> no. So uh, Shay from Rogue kills the protagonist dad. of Unity's yeah. dad. Yeah, and he, he leaves. Never obviously... see him again. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> that annoyed me because I thought one of the mission. This should have been in the game. You should have hunted down your dad's killer. You should have killed Shay at some point, at least even like even if he wasn't a main mm. boss, there should have been a side quest where you went and found him. And or even just if you evidence know of him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like just some not some yeah. like knockback to him, right? And um, Assassin's Creed Revelations did a great job to that thing. It really oh, intertwined all the Apple game. Yeah. ancient civilization. And Altair, right? It ties it all in really well. Mm. Like in and in Revelations, Ezio speaks directly to Desmond. Like mm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, them killing same. them killing them killing off Desmond was the worst decision. Yeah, they ever it was. It's, it's such a stupid thing they, they didn't free. Closed off the futuristic nature of the storyline. Yeah, they, well, I think three was meant to be the end. I, it seemed to me like three was the end because it killed off the main character. Mm. Yeah, but I was like, three sounds like it's a good place to wrap off. And then they brought out four. And I was like, okay, excuse me, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work, but okay. Why with something in the same universe, but there was no reason to call it Assassin's Creed. You ki- you killed off the main character. Yeah. Mm. Why? Like, yeah, because everyone thinks it's the historical figure, but it's not. It's Desmond. He's yeah. the main character. Yeah, Desmond is the main character in the first four or five games, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even in four, when he was dead, yeah, he was still the main character because you were living his family's aunt memories. It was all about Desmond, really. Still. Yeah. It's just frustrating, like, um, if you, if, I mean, like, given the way game development works, they were already making 4 before they released 3, which idiot decided, yeah, let's kill off our main character? (laughs) Yeah. Which, fucking, because, like, after they killed Desmond, I didn't care a wits about all of the futuristic bullshit they had done. Yeah, Sam. I only did it for, like, the historical immersion, really. Like I was honest. like, oh, yeah. it's another, it's another an animus machine, whatever. Oh, pirate game, hell yeah, I'll play that. I love fucking uh, yeah, the golden age of piracy. You know, uh, yeah, story wise, yeah. like Don't fell off after three. Don't think about a futuristic game anymore. You just think it's a fantasy game. You, yeah. you completely ignore the existence of whatever character that is immersed in the machine. You don't yeah. fucking care. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, getting getting back onto track because we kind of veered off. Like, I guess that kind of talks about bad storytelling lol killing off your main character uh 
I know. There's no good ways to do it, though. There's yeah, yeah. really good ways to do it. So there's a game I play called The Last Sovereign. It's a lewd game, but it's like it's a really <laughs> well-made one, right? And mm-hmm. I mean, fucking hell. You, you do economics and, like, fucking world politics in this fucking game. It's fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you gotta it. So, like, the mm-hmm. intro sequence is, like, some real... Like, it makes you think it's a really low-quality, just, like, shitty hentai game or whatever. <laughs> and then the, in- and then the intro ends with... You died, but this story isn't about you. And then you get to play as the actual main character. I'm just like, holy hey. fuck! <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, you could do bait and switches like that, right? Yeah, but that's not what Assassin's Creed did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's well known in this group now. Like, I love first-person shooters. I'm not sure if that's obvious. Uh, I know. Yes. Uh, curious <laughs> yeah. clips. Yes. Yeah. Curious clips, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I grew up playing like um, Team Fortress and all that, like you know, your typical Valve games. So like, oh, yeah, Quake games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, in terms of argumentation, I'd say um, Half Life uh, was an innovation at the time. Like it built up on on what Quake was. Like I am just, a good story. just like, old enough to have played Quake. Yeah, barely. And honestly, mm. Quake Quake Two was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Like it has like Team Fortress like in Half Life all that has it, the basic mechanics of Quake, and then combine that with like do good storytelling, Half Life like peak, and then Half Life Two oh my god like oh, oh peak game play like peak honestly keep yeah. talking about Half Life Two like oh, Freeman Free- Gordon Freeman is yeah Gordon Freeman is a peak example of a good protagonist in my opinion like. Like a silent protagonist as well. Like you're in a like a, a Charlie whatever it's called film. If you know, what I mean. silent film. Wrong, there's nothing wrong with the silent protagonist, yeah. right? If executed correctly. Yeah. Kovo Taro from the first Dishonored game is a perfect silent protagonist. Yeah. Right. If if you if he was talking the entire time during Dishonored one, I think it'd just make every moment less impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. especially when you're playing Brigmore Witches in Dishonored, right? Mm-hmm. And you're playing from the perspective of doubt, and Kova grabs you by the neck and like starts choking you out. Mm-hmm. You get to see just how terrifying you are to everyone else in the main game, mm-hmm. and it's a really good like, "Holy shit, what the fuck have I been doing?" <laughs> moment for the player. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, and like because he doesn't speak at mm-hmm. all, it makes like. It's left to the player's imagination as to what that character sounds like in their head. Yeah, because you can build your in your own imagination what you think. Let's say Gordon Freeman or Kova Otano would actually sound like, and yeah, I found that beautiful would. with like Half Life and Sonnet personally. The like, benefit <laughs> of a silent protagonist. The downside, yeah. obviously, is it's harder to relate to that person. Yeah, because you never hear them say anything or comment on anything like. Skyrim took the easy way out and gave you dialogue bubbles, right? Which yeah. works for a protagonist. Yeah. For, an RPG game, yeah. for an RPG game, that's necessary. It's why yeah. Fallout 4 is not a good RPG game. Because you speak in it, don't you? Yeah. Fallout 4 is a good game, but like mm. because the protagonist is voiced, it limits what you can do with an RPG game, because you have to get all the variations of a specific dialogue voiced. And after yeah. a while of you building a game and like dialogue branches... That just becomes non-tenable. And it becomes too complex, yeah. Which is why you're limited yeah. in the first place, yeah. Which is why Fallout 4 was so limiting as far as Quest goes, because it's just yeah. unreasonable to get the voice actor to record that many things, and it's why Fallout New Vegas, you have so, so many little things you can do. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, that's my take on what I think. Like, I, I genuinely believe like Half Life has somewhat innovated the gaming industry. But now, now if we look at Valve, they've like I don't know what the fuck Valve's up to at this rate. They <laughs> focus, well, they're just focusing on Steam now, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Half Life Alex was one of the best VR games we've ever had, and we will have for a while. Mm. That was incredibly well executed. Uh, I have right. no complaints to how Half Life Alex and end, ended as well. It was a good twist. You're mm, looking for God Freeman, and then question. you notice the oddities, and then G-Man is like, yeah, nah, he's not here, it was me all <laughs> yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying, Driscoll? Yeah. Sorry, uh, Mike just went a bit low. Yeah. But I was just saying, during question, what's actually happened with VR? Because obviously, when it first mm. came out, it was like, oh, this is going to revolutionise the industry, we're going to have so many VR games and all this. Mm. It's and getting better. Now, People just you... don't talk about it. Hmm. Since this thing, because I know there's a few VR games that, and obviously you've got the VR Skyrim, Fallout, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The only real VR games that I see is either Beat Saber, which is quite an old game. Yeah. Uh, Blades and Sorcery, which I think is getting quite old now. Hmm. And Boneworks is one that I've seen quite recently. They're the only three that I ever see, really. Issue is, it's not really a pop as popular medium as mainstream gaming at the yeah. moment. So if you're looking for VR news, you have to go and look for it. Because yeah, honestly, something you have to dig for then. Like yeah. I don't know if you played the VR Walking Dead game. That game is sick, mm. and like even mm. that's on the older end of VR games that we're getting. Then, like if you look into it, you get some really interesting like VR games. Like mm. if you add on all of them, like if you play a full modded VR Skyrim, dude, that shit is like the most fun you'll ever have. I mean, yeah. you can literally speak your shouts. Uh, it has well, eye tracking. You know, you can actually aim your spells if you want to with like. Like, I do remember one clip from uh, uh, VR Skyrim where someone pulled out a loot, played <laughs> a bit of the song, and then used it as a weapon. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> uh, it was top so comedy. I forget what game it was. Uh, it wasn't Blade and Sorcery. It was a different one. But like they have VR support. It's it's that um, Knights game where you can like kill people with a frying pan and shit, right? Uh, yeah. I forget what it's called. But like that game, uh, the VR, the v, like you know, you can half sword in that game or like. Is it Mordhau? Mordhau, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I love VR. that game. <laughs> game has VR support. You can legitimately mm. physically start like fucking, you know, half swording <laughs> people. It's fucking brilliant. Mm. And, like you can throw rocks at knights and stuff. Like you yeah. can fight your crossbow and shit. Mm. Um, and I mean, there's a so there's games that um you know just like gun showcase simulators where you load each shell individually i think mm. it's like it's something something in bean cans or whatever like uh, mm. hot dogs and bean cans i think something like that right yeah, yeah. Uh, like you like manually load your guns in that like you actually cycle your magazine you put bullets into your magazine you have mm. to refill them you know um you can load a uh, full mag plus one which uh, is essentially is you put a bullet into the chamber and then load a full mag into it as well mm. so you actually have one extra bullet than your full mag and like like imagine, a siege yeah <laughs> like imagine a scenario in a game where you've got a full mag plus one and that one bullet wins your fight like mm. there's yeah. a lot of really cool things we're being able to do and like um, imagine Tarkov in VR with how realistic <laughs> that game's gunsmithing mm. is dude yeah. Like, holy fucking shit, right? Yeah. And we're get, slowly getting to that point with VR games. I don't think we'll ever have that full, like, you know, well, all yeah, the immer- immersed thing. I don't think yeah. we'll ever yeah, we have... we already play a one. Yeah. 
maybe we will, and I'm completely wrong, and in a year you'll all be laughing at me, but I I doubt it any time soon, anyway, right? Mm. But the yeah, it's going to take years. Making, like, it's impressive to see. Yeah. And I'm very much looking forward to when VR becomes cheaper and cheaper. Because the issue is it's still far too expensive for most people, yeah. and that's why there's not much on the development front. It's also so why Hodgkiss. we kind of stopped with 4K yeah. TVs. Don't so Hodgkiss, like, uh, we want to know what games you you know you played in the past and all that. So, I don't know, take it away, dude. Honestly, I'll, pro- I'll probably say one of my favorite game gaming franchise has to be Battlefield. Mm. I absolutely love like big game battles with combined arms. You got you know basic soldiers, you got vehicles, you got aircraft, you got yeah. all that crap. I freaking love that. And when I was never that big in ba- of a Battlefield fan, but when Battlefield One came out. I was always a bit of a Call of Duty fanboy. I'll just play most COD games. Mm. But when I went into Battlefield, it's just a complete shift. It's like, oh my god, this game is it's so much bigger. Mm. The vehicles are amazing. Well, they're dumb, but they're fun. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And it was, it was one of those games that was just so, just so good. It, was, it had a lot of microtransactions in it. Yeah. But you, you could quite easily not spend a penny and get as many... Uh, loot boxes because you you can accumulate them. And last time I checked on Battlefield One, which mm. is bloody ages ago, I had some like a hundred and fifty unopened uh, loot <laughs> chests. Yeah. Because I never I never opened them. I I don't care about cosmetic Skins, items. Yeah. If I'm playing a World War One game, I want my gun to look like a World War One gun, mm. which is the basic skin. Into like your World War One, World War Two history anyway, Jake. So like mm. I can understand why a game like that would have appealed to you. Yeah. And like. Battlefield 1 was just a good game. There's... It was so fun. It had a good story yeah. as well. I'll give Guys you may have really had some misses recently mm. with their games. 5 wasn't that good. 2042, lol. This is the thing. Battlefield just... 1's story. That's oh, it. Just saying, like, me and my mate were talking about this the other day because uh, we were just looking on Game Pass uh, to see what games were on there. And we saw mm. all the old Battlefields, like, you know, 3, 1 and all them. 3, 4, yeah. Uh, uh, and they're still really active. Like, Battlefield 3... Mm. Yeah, really 3 and 4 have game. massive community servers. It's just massive. massive. Yeah. Yeah. Really sad 2 doesn't have as much of a fan base because that's the one I played the most. I just love... I have played Battlefield no. 2. It's fun, though. Yeah. I love my where you had the two skyscrapers, right? And you had, like, firefights across them, and if one of you went down and, like, you know, you could blow up the skyscrapers. I just mm. love that idea, right? I, like, I don't know if you have played 3, but there's one map where I think it's only on one game mode. I think it's Rush or whatever one it's called. Right. Uh, uh, and it had like a massive mountain, and once you got to a certain point, you can jump off the mountain to the next like stage of the map. So fun. Uh, and me and my mates used to spend ages trying to find really games like that. Of, uh, as Hodgkiss was saying, integrating all of the systems. You have yeah. fighter jets, you have tanks, you have like you can paratroop in infantry. Your... Yeah. I mean, hell, in Battlefield 1, you have cavalry as well, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The oh. most tankiest cavalry in history. <laughs> and then well, combine it with the evolution. Whole... Oh my god. It's like... like, you can lay down tank mines, you can set up ambushes, like, you can really coordinate in Battlefield games, and mm. I think, like, Battlefield does a really good job of combining Call of Duty with an actual mill sim yeah. without making it aggravating. And over the top, yeah. If you could get a casual group of players for armor that, you know, 
you 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 are doing some sort of serious stuff, but you're not like you know yeah. anal about it. Armor can be very fun, but, but that's it's very really hard to over the top. Yeah, it's impossible to get a massive group of people who are willing to do that. Really, yeah. Um, with Battlefield, that's just how the game is. Mm. It's that sort of casual mill sim, mm. and that's why I think it's really fun. Also, with Battlefield, one yeah. which it's one of the features. Uh, sorry, PC just turned off then. Uh, one of the features that I just loved was these. It was stupid, but mm. it was a good idea, which was the behemoth. Right. Where you, if you're on like, the losing team, you got these giant vehicles that come in and hopefully swing the tide of battle. Mm. It never happened, but it was so much fun if you're losing because you get gifted with this, I uh, no dreadnought. Mm. The or armored train of airship. Mm. The blimp. The... <laughs> <laughs> was... And the. Uh... Uh, the pickup items you could pick up and become a, a World War One juggernaut, and you could instantly kill them by knifing them in the back. I just thought it was brilliant. <laughs> and honestly, right, some of the some of the glitches you come across in that game are so funny. Like, oh. obviously, there are some game-breaking ones that are really aggravating, but the ones where, they, like, you know, someone's flying, someone's flying their tank on the back of a fighting jet, <laughs> or like, you know, like their tank bounced and like they do a trick shot from across the map in a tank, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I remember my first game. People were trying to flip their tanks on their side. I was, I came up in my tank to see what's going on, and if you flipped, I think it was the well, it's the A7V, so the heavy tank on its side and drove it forward, it would just go up in the air. It would just go. <laughs> vertically up and it was just fucking amazing because enemies and friendlies were just all together just playing around with this glitch and I just love that with Battlefield I think this is the thing with Battlefield it has such a good community as well because with yeah. COD obviously a lot of COD you know communities are very sweaty very like yeah. you know, they're Toxic. not a good situation yeah. to be in Battlefield it doesn't matter who you are you, you just learn to have fun yeah that's the thing with Battlefield it's not competitive Obviously, there will be them to come to people because it was such a large game, and this was before like all the battle royals came out. Mm. Having a game that was this big and so many players on both sides was unreal. Mm. I think, Honestly, as much as I should talk Fortnite for its predatory like payment practices, it's actually a good game. <laughs> but it's fun because you can mess about. But it's, it's the exact thing with Battlefield. Like Battlefield there is was a serious the serious thing, this... but most of it is you can mess around. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I remember this guy on YouTube called Russian Badger. I don't know if you know who he is. Yep. Oh, everyone, everyone knows, mate. Like, come on. Yeah. Unless you live under a rock, probably, yeah. Like, if you're not into uh, gaming and you live under a rock, yeah. Probably are. Yeah. He used to do a few Battlefield videos, didn't he? Back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Yeah. He was so funny. Uh, uh, I used to be crying watching him just because of the stuff him and his mates used to get up in up to yeah. them games. Well, Battlefield, like, pre-GTA Online was that, like, you know, shoot a sandbox game for mm-hmm. everyone, right? Yeah. You could load up a custom server with, like, 30, 30 people, like, and, like, people you know, and just fuck around. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Also, one of the things I love that they add is that they add different items and weapons that are not competitive, are just shit, <laughs> but they are fun. Like, the Calibri. It does, like, one damage per shot, and it has a very small magazine. Didn't Battlefield 4 it's have a point... fucking railgun on one map at one point? I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, that yeah. was 4, wasn't it? 
fucking royal girl. Be, yeah. Four, they Off did start be for making quite a few of the Halo things where they yeah. put items in certain places on the map. Mm. So it was mm. kind of a race against time to see who gets that first because you've all played Halo, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You all know Infinite, they play yeah. weapons in certain places. Like I remember playing Halo too back in the day, and mm. the sniper was always on the ledge, right? <laughs> so I'd camp up there with a plasma sword. I'm gonna be honest, oh, no. I'm a piece of oh, shit. Fucking spanker. <laughs> Active camera with my plasma sword behind everyone rushing up to get the heavy you just sniper. Just melee them with the, uh, the energy sword. <laughs> oh. I like, it was just a dumb fun, right? Because yeah. if I miss once, they whip out the magnum and fucking pistol whip me and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's like pistol whip shoot with the magnum insta kills people. Mm. Full HP. Like, unless you had, like, you know, one of the uh, abilities you could pick up. And, like, yeah. I like the idea of, like, there being certain things in certain places. Like, imagine if there mm. was, like, a broken communicator in Battlefield you could pick up to call in an airstrike somewhere if you fixed it. If yeah, you were yeah. Mm. That'd be really fucking cool, right? Yeah. I think having stuff like that makes the game more interesting, like an interactable environment. Like a more dynamic, yeah. You could blow up one of the skyscrapers, you could blow up both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you're tired of your enemy having the high ground, you go to the basement, plant explosives, blow the thing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just feel like with Levolution as well, there's a complete lack of potential with how it was used as well. Like you could make way more, way more dynamic um, battlefield environments. I argue, if you used it way more over the top. But that's I just know me anyway. why they didn't do it because mm. you know, like even showing a war crime is a bad idea. But mm. like. Imagine if uh, you could, like, as the as the Germans get a hold of mustard gas in Battlefield One, <laughs> and just like gas the enemy's trench. It's fucked up, sure. Yeah, but like, everyone's got give the trench in the game. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Well, in, I'm pretty sure in Battlefield One uh, they have the trench gun, which is a banned weapon of war. I, I mean, no, so, it was it was at the time trench gun. Yeah, it, it's, shotgun. Yeah, it's just oh, a shotgun. I'm, I'm silly. Yeah. This is cool. the shotgun. Um, flamethrowers are still illegal, technically, but... <laughs> America. I guess I'm used to move it, Vietnam. Crazy. If if it works, mm. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah like, um... Uh, th- like, there are a lot more in- restrictions on what games can, like, include or not, because do you mm. remember Black Ops 1? You could just get Nova Gas as an item in multiplayer. <laughs> 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 like you could have got an ass mask in this game. You were just throwing near it if I could nerve gas at people. <laughs> it's fucked up. You could get like underbarrel flamethrowers in that game. Oh god. Would you? Yeah. I don't remember that. It was a kill streak. It was a kill streak. You can get underbarrel flamethrower for you. God. Wait, sorry, which one was this? Uh, Black Ops One. I don't remember that. I remember the dumb ballistic knife. What's that to... Yeah, you could like shoot a knife at people. And yeah, it, 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 yeah. Again, an item that was so fucking dumb. But if you played <laughs> it right, it was the most satisfying thing to, yeah, to yeah. use. I, I ran out. Oh. I, I ran around with those and like an L nine. You know, the the bolt action sniper that one shots people in that game. And I just Ooh. like I I go up to a sniper post, fire one two bullets, not really trying to hit anybody, and then just mm. wait as people came up the ladder for me. <laughs> <laughs> stab, stab. Or, like, the other thing I really like to do in Black Ops 2, which was just mm. Black Ops 1, but better. Yeah. Like, it was just such a good game. Um, I'd run around with a rocket launcher. Oh, no. And mm. I, I just, I, like, no one would expect it. They'd turn the corner and I'd just, like, go, go, gadget, RPG 7. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> which quad was it where you got where one of the uh, one of the pickups you could get was a quad barrel uh, uh sort of predator oh, that was sort. black ops one yeah you that was black up, ops one you used the, the grim reaper in that game but it was just the quad rocket launcher that they that used in it. vietnam dude that thing was sick that was brilliant it was so fun <laughs> you got the minigun as well you could get um fucking dogs in that game to come help you. Like the, you had like the G eleven as well, which was a it's a really interesting gun if you've never heard of the G eleven. Oh, the experimental heckler and cock gun made in West. Yeah, Indiana. it was it was it's technically the first bullpup gun we ever had. Mm. Like it predated the org by quite a while, and like it, it, I don't Caseless think ammo it, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting because like, you had like oh. stick magazines you loaded into it and yeah. stuff. I never knew that was real. No, no, no. Yeah, all of the guns it was in development. <laughs> all of the guns mm. of Black Ops 1 by, like, the ballistic knife and a few of the futuristic things like Nova Gas, they're all real guns. Mm. What yeah. yeah, G11 was a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> As I remember seeing it in the game, I was like, oh, this must be one of their silly weapons to just add in for a bit of <laughs> no, fun. No, G11 no, G11 Real. It was made. I think it was made for either space combat or underwater combat because they were they were messing around with something, right? And that's how they made the G11. Yeah. I don't forget what it was. I don't forget what it was exactly. So don't quote me on that. I'll like, put it in I, general. Yeah, you know? uh, it's actually real. Yeah. Remember, Black Ops One is set in the same era as like the Vietnam War. So it's like SR Seven One Blackbird yeah. shit was the kill streak you could call it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, time. put it in general if you do want to look at it. <laughs> it is, I mean, yeah. it's something else. With how inefficient blackbirds are, the fact that they hover at atmospheric level is fucking terrifying. Because mm. <laughs> you can't hit it. It's not in the range of any anti-air defenses, and it can get your position using satellites. It's like... Mm. for a, I'd say for like a first-person shooter game, that era is like the era where you can fuck around with things the most because it's just going into that more futuristic style of warfare. Mm. But mm. it's still at the sort of point where you could probably see someone running around with a Mosin Nagant just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, uh, you've seen the Ukrainian war, right? There's people still using fucking Mosin Nagants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, what, ISIS was using, like, what, uh, Sturmgewehr, like, assault rifles from <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> Were they? <laughs> yes! Not, I'm not even joking, that was a thing. <laughs> like, they've had a stash in like the middle of the desert. Yeah, left left over by the Germans. Go for it. You know. Modern yeah. military is fucking comedy. <laughs> yeah, truly is. Oh, they're, doing, they're doing that in the Ukraine as well. Mm. I, I remember reading something that were trying to, you know... Recaptured uh, Stumgevers. <laughs> no, they were... Uh, sorry, my eyes was gone. They were trying to use old T-34s. Oh, there's a guy who old turret before they reworked him. There's a guy who has, like, the SIG plate machine gun. Mm. Like, and he loads it with the fucking dinner plates and everything. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Like, it's just, like, in that sort of conflict, right? Uh, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, but, like, um, you see a lot of interesting things come out of the woodworks and stuff, like... Mm. Mm. Like, it's oh, just oh, the fact that Mosin's still in service is just fucking hilarious to me. That gun was designed in yeah. what, 1918? <laughs> 44 oh. in the middle of fucking Syria, yeah. I, I was reading an article about a bunch of Ukrainians using old Vickers gun, which was using the <laughs> trenches. <laughs> and I, I heard it firing, I'm like, 
Fucking hell, this no, thing wait, is... No, wait, I, I, I saw a thing. You know that machine gun that was designed in the 1800s? That oh, one no. that needs, like, water to cool it down as you shoot it? Someone uh, a Gatling gun. It's like an 1800s Gatling gun. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, you turn it with a crank and you yeah, want yeah, to yeah. it so it doesn't overheat. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, like you're playing what uh, Assassin's Creed, the 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 London Twins one, no, yeah, right, on the train. Playing, yeah. playing Bioshock two at that point, fighting <laughs> <laughs> ribbons of people. <laughs> oh, honestly, just peak comedy, man. Like, Good times, man. Like I, I I miss when video games fucked around with stupid yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's funny like... because a lot of games like. They either espouse, like, we're being trying to be historically accurate, then they do Battlefield, uh, five, yeah, uh, Battlefield five. 5 or whatever, where the protagonist is a female cyborg. In World War 2! <laughs> I really didn't like that game. Yeah. I don't fucking care it's, about any yeah. of that. But why in World War 2?! <laughs> I don't, don't fucking lie in your ad campaign and say it's even remotely historically accurate, you pieces of shit. <laughs> do, you feel, uh, do you feel like the quality just dropped off? I think I, DICE, I they either switched their devs out mm. because they couldn't pay them enough money, or they got complacent and stopped giving a shit after yeah. one. Mm. And I feel they just got complacent and stopped caring after one. Like, mm. Everything about a 5 was just inferior to 1 apart from the graphics. The graphics looked amazing in 5. But graphics but, isn't like, everything in but, gaming. Like, and especially yeah. for a game like Battlefield. Oh, yeah. It was just worse. Like, the reason like, they... they stopped making Crisis games is that the graphics in Crisis were great. Yeah. yeah. The core mechanic of Crisis was it was meant to be a competitor to Halo, and mm. it had some great unique mechanics, like the bow and, like, the camouflage, and that turned you fully invisible, right? Mm. And the way you got it was by racking up kills and collecting points, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Crisis wasn't interesting enough compared to Halo. There wasn't enough mm. variety. Wasn't different anyway. Sure, it was better graphically, but that's it. That's all Crisis yeah. had going for it, and it's why it died out. Which is why I'd argue I graphics isn't everything for video games, and people that argue that graphics is the most important. Graphics are, are very important in single player games. Yeah, yeah, yes. Very important in single player. There are some exceptions. No, mm. mirror. But it's one of the aspects you look at in a single-player game. Well, this game has really good graphics. Hell, it's why The Witcher 3 is so good. Yeah, Not only is yeah, the story yeah. brilliant, the graphics hold up today. Yeah. yeah. Same with <laughs> yeah. uh, Red Dead, isn't it? Yeah. Red, the original oh. Red Dead, it holds up. Yeah. yeah. Two, not so much. Like, as much as people be like, oh, well, two has a great story. Yeah, why, it didn't have to be that long. Shut mm. up. <laughs> Too long. Yeah. Oh. One was the perfect <laughs> length. Good story. Good, good enough graphics for the time. Yeah. Good game. Mm. Like, you've got to focus on the overall package of a game, if you will, when you yeah. face. God, I mean, yeah, and then I'd argue multiplayer games, graphics aren't necessary to the extent that require them, specifically in first-person shooters. I mean, come on. Because you're going for performance, yeah. You're going People to still those... play fucking Fortnite. If it was all about graphics, no one yeah, would play yeah. that game. Hell, uh, yeah. Valorant, I, I, I played, used to play that game, like, lowest graphics possible just to get more FPS out of it. Like, Valorant, yeah. to be fair, Valorant is incredibly stylized. Even if the graphics yeah. were bad, people would still play it, because it's stylized graphics. I mean, CSGO graphics fucking suck, and that game still has a competitive scene. Yeah. How old is CSGO? 2013. No, probably 
Like if we're yeah, if we're going Counter Strike Source, that's like early two thousand, like two thousand yeah. two thousand and three. Count- yeah. The first Counter Strike Source game came came out. Mm. The game's if a fucking it relic. Be. It's a fucking yeah. dinosaur, bro. It belongs in a fucking museum, and we still play it yeah. today. <laughs> I guess what Valorant was based off. It was based on Overwatch yeah. and Counter Strike. So yeah, it says much. <laughs> Graphics yeah. don't necessarily mean everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really and like yeah. Battlefield Five having good graphics, which I think is where most of their development time went to, was a terrible idea. Yep. They didn't look at what made Battlefield One successful. Mm. And like, gameplay. like Jake said, you know, the gameplay, just the yeah. f- overall feel of it, right? There was barely any guns as well. There's no mm. fun guns, no wacky stuff. I... Isn't that the game as well where they gave all, all the allies Sturmgewehrs for some reason? You know, the allies, yeah. How oh, the fuck God. do you fuck up gun variety in a World War Two yeah. game? It's World they War II. still used cavalry in some places in World War Two. <laughs> Germans used cavalry. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the propaganda cavalry. said that no, we're not using horses. We're all using very mechanized vehicles. The but British that's a lie. The British yeah. arm is more mechanised than the fucking Germans. <laughs> fully mechanised. The, the German army, they, their quality of mechanisation was higher, but because of the way they built their mm. army, they had elite mm. forces and then they had mm. shock troops. Yeah. Whereas I'd say the British army and the Americans and the Allies should focus more around giving their troops an equal level of firepower. Yeah, and sheer numbers, yeah. Um, and I mean, hell, that's why, that's why the Russians were so useful, right? Yeah. They just sent people to the meat grinder and didn't give a shit. They had more guns than they had bullets. Well, why do you think? Well, like when you look at like the like tombstones for villages in like Russia, it's like an entire family was wiped out in like like I one mean, day. Yeah, Russian, some of the Russian battles, they got to a point they were just throwing their guns at our opponents because they had more guns <laughs> than they had ammunition. To do with. Yeah. Oh. That, that, that a lot of that was to do with just logistics of the of the Russian uh, army. Yeah, yeah. In, in a lot in a lot of areas, nobody had any guns. It's not because they didn't have guns; because they couldn't distribute them out. Get them there because their supply lines sucked. Yeah, and like the environment didn't allow for it. If you're fighting on a Russian front, there's a snowing everywhere. How the fuck are you going to get supplies up there? And it's why the Germans got fucked so hard. They couldn't do the same either, mm. right? Hans, I forgot my coat. Hans, Hans of Iron 4 is Germany? Oh, crazy. Oh, who doesn't love Operation Barbarossa in that oh, game? Oh my god. Like, I love Paradox Grand Strategy. Like, it's an understatement to say I love Paradox Grand Strategy. Oh my god. Like, I throw my. There's a reason I play yeah, video games. It's to chuck my moral compass out the window just to do genocide <laughs> and, like, awful things I can't do in real life. Genuinely. Like,. <laughs> this is the argument they use for school shooters, though. It's like, oh, people will do these degenerate things online. That means they'll do them IRL. No, no, they no won't. Yeah, I bro, see the funny genocide like button in Stellaris. Do you actually think you I'm going like... to do genocide in real life? Sure, pal. I've purged intergalactic species for not hailing <laughs> to the god emperor of mankind in Stellaris. <laughs> Am I going to do that IRL? No, I'd be the <laughs> nicest fucker if I met an alien IRL and be like, damn, bro, holy shit, you're women hot, let's fuck. What the hell? We <laughs> 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 got some alien pussy in here, come oh, on. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god yeah but like, yeah. like 
ridiculous. It's like, oh, well, you know, if you commit crimes in GTA, you're more likely to commit cr crimes IRL. You know what the research says? You are less likely to commit <laughs> crimes IRL if you vent your frustration in a game. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but obviously, bad deeds in game mean bad deeds in real life. Oh yeah, for sure, man. You know, the, I, you know, I blew up a planet using a Death Star contraption I made. I'm definitely have the resources and the will to do the IRL, man. For mm, sure. Yeah, Stellaris guys. Yeah, and... yeah I pressed the genocide button, and uh, the alien. Yeah, the aliens are just clearly they clearly just numbers on the bro, screen. While, you know, while, while playing yeah. GTA, I fucked a hooker and stomped her brain. I'm definitely gonna do that IRL, bro, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, GTA yeah. is like the, my favorite yeah. example, right? Because in GTA, if someone like clips my car, I will get out of my car and fucking kill them. Just like riddle their body with bullets. Someone slightly nicks my car, I would be like, "Oh my god, I am so sorry. Are you okay, sir? Can I get your insurance detail?" Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pull out a Glock 19 and put two in his head for that IRL. You know what I mean? You can't do that in real life. That's illegal. You can. <laughs> You can, it's just, yeah. we're not as deranged as people think we are as gamers. You're not deranged murderers just because we're a deranged murderer in the game. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I might go, I played Dishonored once, I might become a black magic using assassin that just, like, jumps on people from a rooftop <laughs> and slits their throat. No. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, what, I, I played Assassin's Creed once, am I gonna walk up to some dude in a suit, call him a fucking Templar, brutally stab him with a knife? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's tempting. It's tempting. It's tempting. Yeah, okay, the temptations there. Firm, you're like, yo, is that an Abstergo industry CEO? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've played Watch Dogs. Does that mean I'm gonna hack into the fucking FBI and like, you know, we can do some war crimes? Yeah, hell yeah. Alright, does that, that mean I'm gonna get a lethal gang weapon and beat the shit out of people halfway to death with it? No. <laughs> the fucking eight ball and watch. Eight ball on a chain, bro. That thing is horrifying mm. as a weapon. Ooh. Oh, it won't kill you. It'll just give you crippling brain damage for the rest of your life, so you're just drooling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Video games oh. cause violence, guys. Gamers who play Animal Crossing. Trying to pay off their student debt to Tom Nook. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Minecraft players building a base. <laughs> oh. Video games cause violence. Farming oh. simulator players trying to build the best gamer farm and learning how tractors work. <laughs> Shit, yeah, yeah, bro, oh, we're gonna go out and kill simulators. people, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So brain dead. Honestly. Yeah. Games I'm looking forward to, though. Yeah, that's yeah. Interesting... Let's, let's end it on there, like, honestly. That's yeah. an interesting one. League of Legends MMO when yeah, Runeterra, bro. What the MMO, hell? Uh, um, yeah. games that haven't been announced aside, mm. um, there's a new 40k game that's going to be quite similar to Warhammer, like uh, Vermintide. So mm. it's like a survival game, sort of. Think like Left for Dead, but it's in Warhammer 40k. Yeah. What mm. was this called? I think I was looking at this one. The fantasy normal. version is called Vermintide. I'm not sure what the 40k one is called since it's new, it's like, right? Oh, uh... But it looks cool as fuck because you can play as... You're not playing as a space marine or anything. You're not like big dick, like I kill everything. You're just playing as like, you know, an Ogre, oh, an Imperial Guardsman, a Psyker, you know. Mm. Like, 
it looks really cool. And like, um, from the way they've described the systems, right? Um, it's a game intended to be made purely for fun and not for sweating. Because, yeah, like, <laughs> so if you're low HP, you will be put on a lower priority list for the mobs to attack you. Mm. So, like, if you're super low, one hit almost to die, right? And, you know, you got a tanky boy next to you with full HP, they're more likely to go for them. Mm. There's still, still a chance to hit you, obviously. Yeah. But, like, the way they've sounded like they've been balancing the game, it's intended to be a fun community project sort of mm. thing. And I'm very interested in that. I mean, it's going to be on Game Pass. I think it's already out and might already be on Game Pass. I'm not Ooh. 100% sure. But uh, that's a game I've been looking forward to ever since I've heard about it. And um, if it's out already, if my information's a bit what was game? What game is that called again? Sorry. I'm what not sure what it's called, but it's a 40... It's a Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40k Warhammer 40k. Because I'll just, I'll just see if I can get it up there quick because uh, I've got the app on my laptop. Dark Tide, that's what that's it's called. Dark, Dark Tide. Tide. Mm. That's a quick look for you. Have you seen the new trailer for Space Marine 2? Oh, that looks so good, man. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I never expected another one, so the fact that no. they announced it, my penis is erect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope it lives up to the first game, though, because Space Marine 1 was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what they're going to do, because um, isn't Captain Titus under investigation from the Inquisition or something, right? So yeah. maybe he'll be working for the Inquisition now? I've like, heard. Some interesting things. Could be cool. I've just checked and it's not currently out yet. Not out yet? Cool. Some people are saying that he's been demoted. So maybe <laughs> it's on like a penance mission or something? Oh, so he might join the De- uh, Death Watch or something. That might be interesting, then playing as Death Watch. Hmm, that could be cool. What yeah, are you excited cool. for, Driscoll? Yeah, Alright, as, as, a, as a console man myself, uh, well, ex-console man, shall I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I've, I've been quite looking forward to the uh, Saint Row reboot. Oh, yeah. Saint Row reboot? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally just called Saint Row. Completely restarted. So, I think you're out in Mexico just right. to be part of this uh, military outfit. Right. For some reason you left and you form like your old company, so you form the Saints again. Right. Then uh, mm. you have to face down the three factions, so you have to face the military who you used to work for, and then some gangs. Right. So, to take over this all I'm hearing game. is we're playing Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain again. <laughs> it, it's looking promising. <laughs> it's looking promising. That's all I'm saying. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm not criticizing. Phantom Pain was a great game. <laughs> I quite enjoy Phantom Pain, I can't lie. Story aside, which was a mess, but it's a fucking Metal Gear game. The story is always a mess. Uh, game Gameplay was fucking hilarious, just like parachuting like equipment in a way that you'll use later. <laughs> mm. um, oh, after yeah. Gat Out of Hell, after Gat Out of Hell, I got really annoyed with Saints Row, so I hope to God this reboot fixes a lot of the issues with it that really, game. It looks like it looks like it has ground itself because it's not—it's gone straight back to just gunplay gameplay, straight gang stuff. But really does good. it remain that wacky element? Because that's what always separated Saints Row from GTA—just the silliness of it. I, mean, I try not to look at too much of the gameplay because I like the surprise of all seeing what yeah. is actually there and not. It looks like it is, you know, obviously got quite a lot of wacky aspects. Uh, mm. Sadly, one thing I know has gone is car surfing, which I'm very good at. Oh, no. Now you can jump from car to car. Because so, uh, you're now like, 
You can like shoot from cars now. It's really I, cool. I, if Saints Row goes down the GTA route, they've taken itself a little too seriously. Like, sure, mm. GTA Five was a satire, right? Yeah. Mm. But it yeah. took itself a, a little more seriously than Saints Row did, right? If Saints mm. Row starts taking itself seriously, I'm not going to enjoy it as much because it's just part of the identity of the game. Yeah, it's, like, it's meant to be around, wacky. Like, yeah. dildo and hitting someone with <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen that they've got a few... They've, they've expanded on the customization, so you can use, like customize your weapons even more now. Mm. So nice. You might have certain parts of the gun, certain colors and all that, so... Mm. Still got a bit of the wackiness, though. Yeah, I hope they don't cut it out entirely. That'd be my only worry with the game. But yeah. so far, that sounds good, man. I, I it looks really good. It's uh, out at the end of the month on the 28th, I think. Nice. So, what are you, Nero? What, uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm not sure if you heard of Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, I know, like, it's still in development, uh, but, like, I'm curious about it. Cause it, it is that the set... follow-on from Fallen Order, right? Uh, no, this is, like, set before Episode 1. Like, ah. I think this is, like, High Republic era. Uh, like, yeah. Sorry, what's it again? Uh, it's called Star Wars Eclipse. It's like set before Episode One, so it's like I think I think it is High Republic era. Yeah, um, it would be. Yeah, another episode, another like game I'm looking forward to in terms of Star Wars is Jedi Survivor. Like, come on, Fallen Order oh, was brilliant. Oh, oh. We need a follow up. So yeah, it's just brilliant. Further, uh, I don't concern is obviously in the last game you had all your Force powers. Yeah. You start this one. Obviously, you were very overpowered. Well, you didn't become overpowered, but you became very powerful in yeah. the. Uh, Which I'm hoping, like that... in terms of abilities, we get more. If that makes sense, but you can't really like do a, yeah, make it over the top like Force Unleashed. Yeah. That, which is what I'm worried you start about. With, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's unless you do bring more force powers into it, and obviously it's like Cal yeah. grows more as a. Uh, What's it called? As a Jedi, he gets yeah. more abilities, so he's he's forcing his pull and all them freeze um, as like the main show. Yeah, I'm not sure what else you guys heard about, but um, it said something about Ubisoft making a Star Wars RPG. I'm not sure what has happened with Ooh. that news. Gonna be then. honest, gonna be honest, I am incredibly worried that that's going to suck ass. Yeah, because it's Ubisoft. Yeah. Literal ass, because all the RPG games they've come out with recently. Mediocre, yeah. Mediocre stretch. Yeah. Well, this is the thing with you stuff, because they've got quite a few games coming out, aren't they? Because they've got the Assassin's Creed, the new one. I, think I mean, the new Horizon Zero Dawn came out a while ago, and honestly, that was quite good, as much as all of the weirdos on the internet were complaining that mm. the main character wasn't hard enough. So, yeah. why does she look it's, fat? But she's not strange. fat. If you, think she, if you think Aloy's fat in that game... <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. She's fucking ripped. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, have you heard uh, with Ubisoft? Have you heard about this new Assassin's Creed that they're bringing out? Uh, honestly, I've I've lost track of I, Assassin's Creed I've after like stopped Odyssey or whatever. Yeah. Oh well, listen to this. Yeah. So I'm assuming we've all finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We know what the ending is. Meh, no, didn't bother I, after I, like I, yeah. I stopped after like Origins came out because like I didn't Feel bother playing Origins. Spoil it. Feel free to spoil it. Right, so this care. is this is your spoiler one. I'm just gonna give you a second so you can, you know, but you will. Yeah. But in the ending, you find out that Basim, who is your stepbrother's like advisor, he's an assassin, you know all this. You find out he's actually Loki. You find out you're actually Odin. Oh, it's so just... there's a bit of beef. Mm. Wait. Uh, that just made me care infinitely less now. I'm gonna be honest. It gets better. 
So there's a machine in Norway uh, where no. if you get hooked up, it's basically a big VR simulator, so you kind of just get hooked into this machine and you can live out your fantasy. Right. So, uh, so you, your brother and you go in and you, you act like you're in Valhalla. You're not. You figure yeah. it out because you're just not happy because your dad's there and the whole thing with how his dad died was he wasn't honourable so he should not be Valhalla. Yeah. Uh, so obviously they break free and then Basimus attacks you explains that he's located all this you have your fight and then he gets stuck into the machine go into your modern day go to the machine Layla gets brought into the machine but obviously she had that Saf Hermes from the previous game Odyssey right she drops it as she goes into the machine let's bass him out he grabs the staff and comes back to life this is my issue with Assassin's Creed. It's become way too more like already stopped sci-fi. giving. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't mean to, to cut you off or anything, but like the reason Assassin's Creed was cool, you know, that ancient technology thing that it had, was because it was so unknowable. No one had any idea of the true power of the apples of Eden, the sword of Eden. No one knew mm. what they did. And now that they've gone this route, where people have like are literal gods, nah. Mm-mm. This is this is fucking terrible because the ancient civilization they they on their own law. The ancient civilization were the gods. Why the fuck is someone who is a Viking who has lived thousands, if not millennia, after the ancient civilization? How the fuck are those two gods? It don't make any sense anymore. Oh, that's an awful funny story for her, how they became how they're technically gods. Well, I'll finish with the ending first. So. Uh, yeah. Basim goes and meets the uh, the modern day team. Obviously, not the one that's still in the uh, finger. Oh, Desmond's still alive, by the way. Oh, great! Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, stop. You know, you know what? We're skipping the rest of this. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm not yeah. playing another Assassin's Creed game ever again. Fuck this! What a what, yeah, a, what a retcon piece of shit ending! Holy <laughs> shit! I'll just say this. Apparently, Desmond's still alive. His body's dead. Oh, Mind is in the grey. Do you remember the grey? I can't remember which game it was. Oh my! F- yeah. Oh my fucking yeah. god. So, uh, but this new game is meant to be uh, about uh, passing throughout different eras. Like, cause apparently, because the way he's a god is the Isu put mm. the DNA into a child that then became a Viking. Makes oh, no sense. No. Oh no! Oh. But apparently, we're going to go to different time periods in one game. This sucks. This so, just fucking sucks. So I'm doing the whole premise of Assassin's Creed, which is where you're stuck with one time period. You play as one prota- protagonist for that entire time period, and you beat the Templars. This so, just sounds dog yeah. shit. Yeah. No longer. Is this it my is issue all... with Assassin's Creed? It's basically just got the room way off the point. Wrong. Yeah. No, no, well, no, it'll be a follow-along from the story we've already got, and that ending, mm. that ending honestly has killed the series for me. I never want to touch another game again. That's yeah. fucking awful. What's the point in killing yeah. Desmond in free if you just Odyssey, want to simply bring Odyssey. him back? Yeah. And I'll say it now, well, right? See this, oh, for so, purposes, Odyssey is the last game I'm ever going to buy from Assassin's Creed. I, I'm done. That's it. hinted that uh, they're going to rewrite Desmond's death, because uh, the whole ending was like, oh, because... Do you remember the the, the uh, thing why reason uh, why Desmond died because of yeah, soul to save the world, whatever? From, like, the stabbed, yeah. bitch stabbed him. It was nothing to do with the flare. <laughs> if he was, oh, if he was the only one in there, that stupid bitch didn't come with him. He'd be fine. Mm. He got yeah, fucking so, uh, stabbed by some other moron who let themselves be mind controlled because you know the ancient civilization are not nice people. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. 
Oh yeah, the uh, whole Adam and Eve thing, yeah. So, yeah. the thing was, the device he activated went into overtime and was killing the Earth. <laughs> then, uh, you stop that, you go back, and then you, your character, and Desmond try working together, rewrite history, so they're oh. now going looking at how they could have stopped this before Desmond activated that machine. To try and keep Desmond from free alive. So we're rewriting the entirety of Assassin's Creed 3, which, by the way, came out in 2012. So we're completely undoing the whole canon of what we've done. Why not just reboot it at that point? Exactly. It would have pissed me off if they said, Valhalla is a reboot, we're redoing the story. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But they're doing this weird ass-pull retcon bullshit that just makes it infinitely worse. It's just reminds such me of episode writing. 9 of Star Wars, you know which was this stupid. This fucking triggers yeah. me. This is such poor writing. Literally, a two-year-old could have come up with a better explanation for this. Hell, I would take somehow Desmond survived over this, right? <laughs> I would take that explanation. You know what? Somehow Palpatine Return is a better explanation than whatever the fuck this is. Oh yeah, yeah. by the way, everything you knew about uh, you about the story wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's such a mess. We're in a weird direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake, do you want to bring up any games you're looking forward to, man? Before yeah. um, I fucking Hodgkiss. lose, please. Yeah, no. please, Hodgkiss, please add this now. And my misery. Uh, I mentioned Space Marine 2, other than that... Can I think of anything? Really? That's fine, man. Yeah. But I don't think there's many good games coming out recently. Yeah, that's I've the not thing. Seen many. Yeah, to be fair, there are a lot of things in development at the moment. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind the, the new Elder Scrolls coming out, was it? Hammerfell? I think? Um, well, yeah. we've, we're still waiting on Starfield, yeah. remember? Next <laughs> day. What I've seen from Starfield, it does actually look good. Mm-hmm. If it holds up to what we've seen, Todd Howard has learned his lesson, and that's good. Because, mm. like, I don't dislike Todd Howard as a person at all. Yeah. I think he's just very ambitious. His decision making is was at least yeah. incredibly yeah. bad with Fallout Four and Seventy Six. Oh yeah, because Bethesda mm. are going to do Starfield first, and then they'll probably try and finish it. Yeah. Well, they have yeah, to. And then... They cut the project in. Between Starfield and the new Elder Scrolls, they were doing to focus more on Starfield, which I'm happy about. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, they've said they've come out and said that they're going to release Starfield, yeah, and work on Elder Scrolls, and then once Elder Scrolls is out, mm. they start working on Fallout Five. So, uh, yeah, putting all the focus into one game at a time, which is that's good. Yeah. That's much yeah. better. Honestly. That's what I've been hoping they would do. Like, yeah. like mm. it's nice to see them pull themselves back from the rut they've been in for a yeah. while, because like. Professor's like, last yeah. few decisions have been pretty poor, yeah, and they've yeah. just been milking Skyrim for a bit too long now. Yeah. So, like, like even know. if it means delaying uh, Hammerfell slightly, I wouldn't mind that. I want a good game. I want a good story. I want a good continuation of like the lore we've been given in Skyrim and Oblivion, etc. Like, I think yeah. in the near future we'll be getting a lot better games, just because from the lessons that devs have learned yeah. from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Fallout seventy six, yeah. all these games that failed so badly. Battlefield mm. 5 and 2070. Yeah. Battlefield 22. 22. Yeah, plenty of games out there. We've had plenty of examples of a bad game, and we've had some good examples of good games, like mm. the new God of War, Witcher 3. Yeah. We, we will hopefully be getting some very good games soon. Like, hopefully um, we're in a golden age for video games. It, it kind of reminds me of, you remember like the 2000s when all horror movies just went to shit for yeah. like a decade, yeah. and we're getting back to the point where we're getting good horror movies again? Yeah. 
This kind of feels like that. I think we're finally getting back to the point where we're going to yeah. get good video games. Golden again. age of video games is incoming. Yeah. Hopefully. I can feel that, yeah. So, I'm more than happy to end this episode on a positive note. <laughs> yeah, honestly. After that, after that, oh. yeah. Yeah. All right, one question before we end then. Yeah. Recently, the new Spider-Man from PS5 has come onto PC. Mm. Great. Are you tempted to get it? Yes. Yes. Great game. Most probably. Miles yeah. Morales is fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to come on, but right now it's just a remaster of the... The uh, remaster Spider-Man. still looks good. I mm. play... Yeah, I'm really actually. tempted. It's a good... Really game. tempted to get it. Mm. Yeah. But it's a bit expensive right now. I think it's coming out re-released at 60 quid on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, 30, and what I do for most of my games, I look at a game, am I going to get full price worth of enjoyment out of this? Probably mm. not. Okay. With which of uh, with with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven only game I've ever pre ordered because I looked at it fifty quid pre order, mm. I'll probably get fifty quid's worth of enjoyment out of this. Buy it, right? Mm. So once it drops like twenty twenty five thirty quid at most, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah, it looks thirty five on the CD keys right now, which isn't. Yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait till it drops a bit more than pick yeah. it up because um, it's the same with God of War four because I play I've play, I've got the PlayStation right here, played it, mm. but I do want to play it on PC still. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I don't have a PS, so this would be the only way I can play it. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm tempted. I'm I'm looking at it. It's very much PlayStation coming. Like some PlayStation games are coming to PC regardless, like because they're doing like Um, they're doing the uh, Xbox Game Pass model. They've realised they cannot keep up this exclusivity, (laughs) not without falling behind. Microsoft, and I think it's already too late. Sony has lost so much on this new generation of console because of their refusal to adapt, really. Yeah. Even Nintendo, the only reason Nintendo hasn't joined Xbox Game Pass is because Sony's paying them not to. <laughs> Wait, I'm what? not even kidding. Yeah. Sony is paying Nintendo so they don't join Xbox Game Pass. As soon as they stop, they will because they've realized how much money Game Pass is making them, right? Yeah. The addition of Game Pass games on PC has skyrocketed. Amazing. It's astonishing, though. It's really good. I'm crazy. I still don't think they'll join Game Pass. If they join Game Pass, I don't think they'll sell that many consoles. When Sony, Sony will do their own thing regardless. They'll try and um, find no, no, a way. The thing is with Game Pass, uh, Jake, it's, it's not every yeah. game. Not every yeah. Xbox game is oh, on there. Yeah. And it'll be the same with Nintendo. Yeah. Pro- it'll probably be titles like, you know, Bay and no, none of them. We probably won't get any of their new flagship titles on it. But it'll be like they're all the games, like you know, Last of Us, Super Mario 64, yeah. Free Paper Mario, you know, fucking Last of Us, uh, yeah, uh, fucking Bayonetta 2, you know, all those kind mm-hmm. of games. I don't think we'll get any of their flagship games, which fair enough. Yeah, but I would love some of the Nintendo only games that they do have, like Smash Bros. and stuff on oh, the PC. Yes, that'd be brilliant. Oh, cool. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um, will we get Animal Crossing, the new Mario, the new Sonic, whatever else they release? Probably not, no, but yeah, I'm fine. That's doubtful, yeah. 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 I guess that's a good place to end it. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly, uh, it's a really good episode. So, yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun uh, screaming it, about uh, video game corporations. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good rest of your day. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.